the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Like a chrysalis, we're emerging from the economy of the Industrial Revolution, an economy confined to and limited by the Earth's physical resources into the economy in mind, in which there are no bounds on human imagination, and the freedom to create is the most precious natural resource. Welcome to the Soul of Enterprise, Business in the Knowledge Economy, sponsored by SAGE, energizing business builders around the world through the imagination of our people and the power of technology. I'm Ed Klaus with my friend and co-host Ron Baker, and on today's show, we are wrapping up 2016 and maybe making some predictions for 2017. Happy almost New Year, Ron. You too, Ed. Hope you had a good uh, good Christmas. Yes, Quanzicamus was excellent. Yeah. Uh, there's got to be politically correct to make sure that we're not leaving we anybody everybody. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. understood. Yeah. So Quanzicamus was, was fantastic. Uh, how about yourself? Have a good time? You're very good, yes. All right. Absolutely. Well, so what we, we planned on last week, we did our free rider show, which is normally reserved for the last week in each month, but we figured we really should do a a free rider of free riders at the end of the year. And this is, that's what this show is. So it's sort of an attempt to wrap up and, and consolidate some of our thoughts surrounding 2016 and maybe occasionally do a foray into what, what we think is going to happen in, in 2017 as well. So I'm going to ask you a question, Ron, on this and, and just say, we want to talk a little bit about some of the guests that we had on the soul of enterprise. And so who sticks out among the, among the guests for you? That's always really tough, but I'll tell you, uh, last year, is just looking over um, the guests that we did have on, the ones I think caused a really big chain reaction for us was obviously Daniel Susskind. For sure. For because sure. of his yeah. book, The Future of the Professions. Um, yep. I have to say Colonel Rick Searfoss, uh, the astronaut, space shuttle yeah. commander, uh, blew my mind. And uh, of course, I was thrilled to have Steven Landsberg and David Friedman on two of my mm-hmm. biggest mentors uh, in the same year, and and the surprise I guess for me Ed was um, running across Dr. Reginald Lee. I <laughs> I just love that guy. Lies, damn yeah. lies, and cost accounting. Uh, I just thought that was a, a fantastic show, and he's just a really bright light. Um, really, really enjoyed that. And the and the other one I really enjoyed was Baruch Lev the author of uh, End of Accounting. Right, right. No, all, all of those ex- exciting guests. And, the, hey, the good news is, it does, hey, hasn't Dr. Lee agreed to come back on with us when his new book comes out, or maybe even before, right? Yes, he's updating. He's working on an update of that book, and uh, that'll be great because I think he's going to flush out more of the uh, the cash flow model that he's proposing as a substitute to cost accounting. So I think that would be would be just excellent. Um, 
there's obviously some other guests in there, but who stuck out for you, Ed? Well, you know, I, I would have to say Daniel Susskind as well. And then I'm also going to point to the show that we did immediately thereafter, which was really, I think, our top rated, if not close to being the top rated show of the year, which was our interview with uh, Mark Coisiel of the AICPA. Yeah. And in a sense, it was a show inspired by the Susskind interview because Mark was kind enough to devote at least one. It might have even been two segments, as I recall, to discussing his thoughts on the Susskind's book, Richard and Daniel Susskind's book. So, uh, I th- and, and that got a, a great reaction in the CPA community, for sure. So we're pleased about that. Uh, I also have to say that, that, that running across and having Paul Kennedy on, right, uh, was, was really, I think, a, a, a highlight for me just to hear his story as well as Co- Kirk Bowman. They're kind of in the same category, just people who told us their story. Right. Um, you know, lap lapping back on, which was our, our our first real almost two time guest that we yeah. Although we've although we've only had him for really an hour when you think about it. So because I think right. he had to leave us early both times. He did. So yeah, it's, it's worked out. And then immediately after having him, we had our first or our second second time guest, but it was in the course of a month because he has so much to say and has really done a lot of thinking about it. And that is Doug Sleater, and we talked a bunch with him about Bitcoin, which is, I think, well, if we're going to make some predictions here for 2017, um, I, I would have to say that that uh, that Bitcoin is really going to going to have an impact. Um, I don't know if you saw this, Ron, but it's up to like almost $950 per Bitcoin now. Yeah, I did see that. I did see that. And, so and you know... We, we talk so much with Doug, too, about not just Bitcoin, but also, of course, the blockchain. And you talk about an obsession. I think we're all obsessed with it, and <laughs> I'm still obsessed with it. So that was excellent to have uh, Doug on twice. Yeah, yeah. I think he did a great he did a great job with us. But uh, And then I guess the only other one that I mentioned that jumps out at me was also having Greg LaFollette on, right? Right, uh, yep. Greg, another another one of these the, these thinkers about the future, and he also shared his thoughts about about Bitcoin. And I know he's he's another one who's really done some in depth study about it, and and uh, thinks that this is going to be real. This is going to be a real thing. So, and if you're aware of this, this was in my set stack of stuff that I never got to last week. But uh, the the company Exact Software, they're based in in um, the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. They they announced support for cryptocurrencies. Oh, fantastic! Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's going to be be a, a really interesting, really interesting thing. And now, uh, I, what does that mean? Support for cryptocurrencies? I'm not exactly sure. They they just had a, a little blurb video that they they talked about that that their technology accepts it. I guess it just means that they accept eight positions after the decimal place, <laughs> which, you know, but, you know, it's hey, a start. That, it, it's a start. It's a, it's start, a start, right? But they did talk about how ultimately what, what they were looking for is, you know, what you and I have been talking about is triple entry bookkeeping. You know, the, the, the external replicated ledger i don't know how to describe it you know we're still trying to trying to figure out the right work right words for that uh, that uh, where, where you would not need to you know the transactions would just happen immediately in real time and you wouldn't have to worry about it going through any kind of clearinghouse or bank or anything so right and it's going to be going to be changing going to be life-changing 
I agree. And I think a couple of other guests, too, that are worth mentioning are uh, Joe Woodard, um, accounting thought leader, obviously. I thought that was a really nice interview with him and the pricing expert and our fellow faculty member at Professional Pricing Society, Tim Smith, mm-hmm. uh, and his new book, Pricing Done Right. I enjoyed that. And, of course, uh, when you were out at Sean's baseball game, I had Black Swan Friday with uh, Melissa Mikowski and Cindy Kindred, and that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And, yep. and probably, Ed, my, fav- my, my favorite show of the year, if you took out the guests, uh-huh. <laughs> had to be trashing the timesheet. <laughs> why we didn't do that you know in the first year the first month i have no idea but that that was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun and what was interesting about that is is we had never really done it per se but we had had done it also almost on every other show so but what i what i, what I heard from people who who listened to it was it, it was great that you guys did all of the arguments in one show, in one synopsis, because it was it was it's much easier for them to to hear it all laid out in one place, as opposed to piecing it together across the multiple shows. So, exactly. uh, the other guest that I just did want to mention too, because he's he's been so fundamental in my thinking on these things, is uh, Tim Cho on uh, his his talking about the Internet of Things, and again, I had a chance to to see him again at ITA. Uh, about a month ago and you know he's 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 really he's really got this topic down he's clearly the go-to person with regard to business and industry taking advantage of the internet of things so uh, shout out shout out to him as well absolutely he, he's really changed my mind about how, how it's really going to be at the industrial and manufacturing sector that the internet of things is probably going to have the biggest impact as opposed to say that the consumer market Right, and it all, and and the fact that it really already has, and we just don't know about it, we just don't hear about it. Right, I yeah. really enjoyed that conversation yeah. with him. It was great. Yeah. So okay. So you said uh, that was your favorite. I'm trying to trying to think like what would be my favorite show non guest. Um, maybe it's because I, I I think this topic is is getting a little bit hot right now or has gotten even hotter after we talked about it uh, and and that is that when we talked about the universal basic income yeah you know I that, agree. that that show continues to to have people coming up to me and saying you know I never thought about that <laughs> but it's 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 the least worst it's the least worst thing that we could possibly do <laughs> yeah, I agree. That was a that was an awfully fun show to do as well. And then, of course, to get people's reactions from it, you know, I afterwards I heard what Gilder said about it uh, at a public talk he gave, and and I think uh, Thomas Sowell wrote something like a week or two after our show about it, and it just right. you know, yeah, it was just really neat. But the but the yeah. other thing too, Ed, I'd, I'd like to just take this time to just thank our audience. I mean, everybody's been so great, and you you guys send us letters and emails and and it, it suggest shows and topics, some of which we've done, uh, or you know we try to answer everybody. Uh, just really like to thank you. I mean, you're why we're here, and hopefully we're adding value and we're getting better every time. So I just really appreciate everybody who's out there and and sends us. Uh, the iTunes reviews, and I think we got a new one, Ed. Yeah, yeah. Talk, talk to a little bit about that iTunes review, Ron. 
Yeah, from it's from Liz CPA writer, and she wrote on December nineteenth on iTunes that uh, she called it always thought provoking. I always learn something new on this podcast. Ron and Ned bring in fascinating guests with interesting points of view. Yes, they are opinionated. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> no. That. We're opinionated, but they no. are. But they are firmly committed to the survival of accounting and business advisory work as viable careers. The world is changing, and so must we if we are to continue providing value. So, th- thank you so much for that, Liz. We really appreciate it, and everybody else who who took the time this year to to give us a review. Um, that's just really wonderful, and that helps the show a lot. Helps us get those fascinating guests as well. Yes. Yep, as we said before, it's it is the currency of of what we do. Uh, reviews on on iTunes as well as other places where you can listen to us. We really do appreciate that, and and just by way of continue continuing to extend Ron's uh, set of thanks, I also want to express my thanks to the audience. I recently had a a, a chance. I think I mentioned it on on one of the shows to see Penn Gillette with uh, Penn and Teller with uh, my wife. We were out in Vegas for before ITA. And uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, Ron, but they, they stay after uh, every show and greet everyone in the audience who wants to talk to them. And I even got a picture uh, with with uh, with Penn, and he uh, he calls everyone boss. <laughs> yep. He calls everyone boss, and I asked him about it, and they said, well, why do you call everyone boss? And he said, well, because the audience is my boss. Yeah, yeah, and, I love and, it. and. And I think that that's I think that's that that's that says it all for for our audience. You guys are our boss. Uh, without you, we don't we don't continue to do this show. So thank you, one and all, for listening, and especially those of you who've passed this along to a colleague or friend or posted about it somewhere online. Um, can't thank you enough for for spreading the word. We do think that these ideas are worthy of merit. Uh, yes, we are opinionated about them, but it's only because we want to see some of these great ideas expressed and take root and and um, you know m- make make the world a better place. So so thank you. Uh, and for those of you who are interested, you can view us online at thesoulofenterprise.com where we do have a website. We do post full show notes there as well as previews of upcoming shows. You can see an archive of all of the shows that we've done and as as well as get a hold of us at asktsoe at verisage.com. That's the email address that goes directly to the inbox of both Ron and myself. But right now we want to hear a word from our sponsor, Leading Results. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Is your website just a brochure, or is it your best salesperson? If your site is not the best lead generation tool you have, we should talk. We are leading results. We build websites and marketing programs that impact your bottom line. Using HubSpot or WordPress, we'll create a website and supporting marketing program that gets your business found, converts web visitors to leads, and provides clear tracking on what is and is not working. Learn about our team and approach to your success. Visit leadingresults.com slash TSOE to find out more. Have you ever read a book that changed your life? 
I sure have. But have you ever read a book where the forward changed your life? Me neither. Hello, I'm Greg Kite. I wrote the forward to Ron Baker and Ed Kless's new ebook, The Soul of Enterprise, Dialogues on Business and the Knowledge Economy. The value of this book is found entirely in its forward. So when you buy it, think of it as buying the forward and getting the rest of the book for free. Available now for download exclusively on Amazon.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Soul of Enterprise with Ron Baker and Ed Klass. To find out more about our show, visit us on the web at thesoulofenterprise.com. You can also chat with us on Twitter using hashtag AskTSOE. Now, back to The Soul of Enterprise. Well, welcome back, everybody. We're doing the year in review. And Ed, how about turning our focus on the books that we read this year that had a major impact on us Uh if I were to ask you the two, three, four, five best books you read, how oh. would you make it? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Or even just the one. Even the one. Yeah. <laughs> four or five. You know, I'm not you, Ron. Um, <laughs> you know, I do try to read a little over a book and a half a month, but uh, I'm not like you one a week. Uh, I, uh, I would have to say, and it's one that you recommended to me, and I think – this may have been a book of yours last year, but it was a book for me this year, and that is The Scandal of Money, George Gilder. Right. Uh, that really opened my eyes to the I, – I, I think, first of all, I think it was the, the, the best explanation and most succinct explanation of his information theory of the economy. I think mm-hmm. he d- does a better job of it probably because he's thought about it some more and has some better analogies than the books that are specifically about that theory. Right, like so his book, Knowledge and Power. Knowledge and Power, right? I think he's done. Yeah. A, I think he's done a better job in, in encapsulating that argument. And again, maybe it was because he was writing the scandal of money, and he needed to to to, to distill the argument down a little. But it was much more accessible to me in that. So I would I would have to say that, and and the fact that I, unlike him, what he, I I do think that Bitcoin or some kind of cryptocurrency might be a viable substitute for gold and might even be better than gold ultimately in in the end i understand his arguments against it but i think he's really he, he's really opened my my eyes and opened my mind to, to the the fact that it could in fact be something because it's it can't be destabilized and i think that's what we're beginning to see in the bitcoin world so so i'd have to say that um, I will say that one of our guests' books, uh, Timothy Tim, uh, Tim Cho's book, uh, Precision, mm-hmm. um, r- really had an impact on me. I think he does a great job, again, at distilling the idea of Internet of Things and how it's going to impact the enterprise down really well. So that 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 definitely had an impact on me uh, for sure. So th- those would be those would be the two that I would say, you know, jump out at me for sure. Oh, excellent. Well, I, I've got Gilders on my list, too, obviously. I did read that this year. In fact, I think it came out this year, The Scandal of Money. Oh, okay. And and I agree with you. And I also had the chance to watch him deliver a talk at the Independent Institute and got a chance to talk to him, and that was a that was a thrill. And just on that, honorable mention, Ed, this is another great book. Folks, if you're interested in the Fed and monetary reform, there's a great book by a guy named John Tamney, Who Needs the Fed? <laughs> no. And 
like Gilder, and he's he he thinks along the lines that Gilder does on some things, not everything, but uh, it's just a fantastic book. And he's basically saying, you know, the Fed is just becoming less and less relevant uh, to the operation of our economy, um, which which I found to be just a fascinating argument. The the other book Ed that I really enjoyed was the Blockchain Revolution. Oh yeah, it's Tapscott's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Tapscott book, and of course, the end of accounting by Baruch Lev. That uh, I was mm-hmm. thrilled when we were able to get him on, like literally right after that book came out. I think we had him on within the month, mm-hmm. um, which was fantastic. And of course, I've already mentioned Reginald Lee's book, Lies, Damn Lies, and Cost Accounting. That that one I just absolutely loved. Um, and then I, I have to say, there's uh, there's a great book out there. Uh, by a guy named James Rosen. It's called A Torch Kept Lit, Great Lives of the 20th Century. And it's William F. Buckley's eulogies that he wrote to hmm. friends and foes and family. <laughs> you know, he, he, he was the master of the art of the eulogy. And he usually got him out pretty quick, you know, after the person had passed. And, um, you know, they were published in his columns or published in some venue in National Review or whatever. Um, but they're just, they're some of the best writing you'll ever read, especially if it was a personal friend or a member of his family. I mean, they're just the most touching things. Uh, mm. But even when he took on a foe <laughs> or took on somebody he didn't know, like Elvis Presley or Jacqueline Kennedy, I mean, he knew her, but, you know, wasn't intimate uh, mm-hmm. friends. Uh, just, just fantastic writing. They were just—it's so well written. He, he was truly a master at it. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that book. But, but Ed, the the best single book I I read this year, and, and I'm going to highly recommend this. And and look, it's it's going to be thought provoking, and it could be upsetting to some people because it it, it, cha- it may it may challenge your core beliefs. But it's mm-hmm. called The Kingdom of Speech by Tom Wolfe, and not only is this book fantastically written, I mean, it's fantastically written. I mean, Tom Love is a fantastic author. Uh, it's got a, it's such an incredible way with words. It's incredibly well-researched. And he, the basic premise of the book is, he says, the most fundamental questions about the origins and evolution of our linguistic capacity remain as mysterious as ever. <laughs> 150 years since the theory of evolution was announced, we have learned nothing <laughs> in that same century and a half. You know, when Einstein, after I, you know, Einstein discovered the speed of light, right, and relativity, right, past, mm-hmm. past year, you know, all these things, DNA, and all of this. 150 w- years worth of linguistics, nothing. We know nothing about language. How did it ever happen? And the book focuses on Darwin and his attempt to explain it. Mm-hmm. And Darwin knew there was a huge gap in his evidence when it came to language. He knew it. He, he mm-hmm. wrote about it. He admitted it. Everybody talked about it. Uh, but since he had fallen into the trap known as cosmognonism, which is the compulsion to find the ever-elusive theory of everything, he thought mm-hmm. that somehow the theory you know, explained the development of language and Woof's book is basically a complete refutation of that. And I, I found it absolutely compelling um I, I think this is a huge gap in darwin theory um and you know it doesn't matter to me what you believe in but if you're just looking at this from pure science <laughs> a theory that claims to 
predict or understand or, or explain how we evolved and can explain language, which is, he says, speech is not one of man's several unique attributes. Speech is the attribute of all attributes, mm-hmm. period. And hmm. if your theory can't explain it, then maybe you need to go back to the drawing board. And, and that well, makes sense to yeah, no, it does. It does make sense to me. And I, I, we talked a little bit about this. I, I mentioned to you that that late last year or late this year, I should say that I, I started, I don't know where I came across this first one, but a video by uh, th- that where in which this guy named Donald Hoffman was introduced. And I haven't gotten a chance to get any of his books. I think he does have one out. And I think the first one I watched was a TED talk. But his, his he's got his theory of consciousness is very similar to this, right? Yeah. He says that yes. evolution evolution cannot understand consciousness, and and he says there's you know the, and and what I did not realize is that there's there's basically three schools of thought on this, right? The first one is that eventually evolution will be able to under to to explain consciousness in some way. Right. And, and he says that's what about 80 to 90 percent of the, the researchers are working on that. Right. Mm-hmm. They start with the, the basic theory that that evolution is true. And then, therefore, we're, we need to find a way to prove that that consciousness came about because of this. He says then, of course, there's the, the, the middle ground. Right. Well, but not middle ground. There's there's the 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 belief system which says, okay, consciousness came from God, and I'm I, and I'm okay with this dualistic notion of human beings being part spiritual and part physical, right? Yeah. And that that's you know that that's the the, the dualist perspective, but he he actually comes about it from the other. I guess he calls it monastic. Um, School, which is that no, we're going to start with a theory of consciousness, and then th- then we're going to explain evolution, and we're going to explain the physical world in terms of consciousness. Right, I, I and, guess, you, and it's yeah, really an interesting. I, I really, I had never really heard that argument per se, and I, I was like, wow, that's kind of neat. <laughs> You know, it is. I mean, I just read a speech that George Gilder delivered at the 25th anniversary of the founding of the Discovery Institute, where he talks about, imagine if you lived in a two-dimensional painting, and you'd understand, you know, you you knew how far everything was apart. You understood your world, right, in two dimensions. But then somebody came along and said, well, no, you don't understand. It's Mm three-dimensional. And his point was, we can only understand things at the lower order from a higher order. Correct. And and uh, it, it, this is another fascinating speech, by the way, that he delivered, uh, and it gets into this very topic about um, evolution and challenging the Darwinian materialist uh, notion, and it, he's trying to make the same argument against Darwin and materialism that it can't it can't seek to explain itself. Uh, I'll, I'll link to it in the show notes. It's it's just a fascinating talk, but. Anyway, I'm I'm just fascinated by this topic. I mean, the whole intelligent design debate, and you know, it doesn't matter to me where you come down. I just I just think it's fascinating um, because <laughs> do, do we really understand where we came from? I, I don't think we do yet. Well, no, it, it's it's clear that we don't. I, I I do I do find it interesting that there are different ways of going about it. But he did, this guy Hoffman did say that. It's only after he got tenure. I thought this was funny in an insightful comment. Yes. It's only after he got tenure that he decided to pursue this. 
<laughs> yes, I watched that video. You'd sent that to me, and I watched it, and it was great. It was a great discussion. In fact, let's link to that in the show notes. But uh, anyway, folks, the 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 book that uh, I, I highly recommend if you've got any interest in this is The Kingdom of Speech by Tom Wolf. It's a short little book. It's less than two hundred pages. Uh, and you'll breeze right through it, but you'll just you, you won't put it, you won't be able to put it down. I couldn't. I think I read it in one sitting. I was just it just blew my mind, uh, and it was just really a pleasure to read. So um, that that that's my book of the year, Ed. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, we're up against another break, Ron. Want to remind you that you can get a hold of Ron or myself at asktsoe at verisage Of course, we are on Twitter at. Ask TSOE if you want to contact us directly on that and, and link to this. And also, we do follow the hashtag AskTSOE in case any of you just want to get a hold of us by tagging us in a, in, a, in a tweet about the show or about a question that you might have for us. We certainly welcome them. But right now, we're ready for another break after this. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Have you ever read a book that changed your life? I sure have. But have you ever read a book where the forward changed your life? Me neither. Hello, I'm Greg Kite. I wrote the forward to Ron Baker and Ed Kless's new ebook, The Soul of Enterprise, Dialogues on Business and the Knowledge Economy. The value of this book is found entirely in its forward. So when you buy it, think of it as buying the forward and getting the rest of the book for free. Available now for download exclusively on Amazon.com. The Voice America Live Events page is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Soul of Enterprise with Ron Baker and Ed Klass. To find out more about our show, visit us on the web at thesoulofenterprise.com. You can also chat with us on Twitter using hashtag AskTSOE. Now, back to The Soul of Enterprise. All right. Well, welcome back, everybody. We're We're here wrapping up uh, 2016. And Ed, wow! I know we're at the end of the year here, but uh, 2016 we've we've lost some uh, we've lost some major people. <laughs> I was looking over the list; it's um, kind of incredible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, who do you want to who do you want to talk about first? Well, just if 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 we stay away from actors and musicians for a while, <laughs> <laughs> you're okay that, with that? that? That yeah, that'll that'll cut the list down uh, substantially, but. Uh, Obviously, I would just like to mention, you know, we lost First Lady Nancy Reagan, and mm-hmm. she would she would have been buried with her 
next to her husband at the Reagan Library in Simi Valley, California. And um, I've been up there several times, and uh, it's just a beautiful spot. They've got a big chunk of the Berlin Wall there. Um, losing John Glenn was was something. I mean, he was a, you know, I didn't know a lot about his story. Started reading some stuff about his story, but wow, <laughs> super impressive guy. I mean, just absolutely fearless. Mm-hmm. You know what they did their their voyage voyage into space. I mean, they had no idea what they were doing, especially when <laughs> they did some of the especially when they did some of the tests. You know, right? And and right. Uh, it just just, it just some of the stories are just harrowing uh, about what he went through. Um, it it kind of touched me that Harper Lee had passed away because you know our fellow colleague and Verisage uh, colleague uh, John Shaver got married in Monroeville in in uh, Alabama ah, right. and, huh? and that's where she's from and they have the museum there in fact he got married in the courthouse that you know was the courthouse in uh, to kill a mockingbird and so uh, we lost her and of course we lost Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia uh, mm. we also lost Thomas Hayden remember Tom okay. Hayden from the 60s oh yeah <laughs> radical uh, uh, Jane Fonda's ex-husband and we lost uh-huh. Janet Reno. Right? Janet Reno? Yeah. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, it's, you know, I just, I, I was looking, as you were talking, I was looking for an article that I came across this morning, and I meant to tag it, and I didn't. But I think it was from FEE, the Foundation for Economic Education website. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> as only an economist's could do like somebody with an economic thinking could do said that we are about to enter an age of accelerated deaths of famous people (laughs) (laughs) right yeah (laughs) and the the basic argument was is well look this is just this is the 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 baby boom i mean yeah yeah baby boom is starting to starting to get older and the early baby boomers are are, and it's just and it's going to get it's going to we're going to it's going to seem like everybody's dying and because in a sense well they kind of are because the one of the largest generations especially in in the united states or the largest uh, generation in the history of of mankind um is entering their 70s and right right it's going to happen it's just a statistical fact, right? I, you're probably familiar with that. Have you ever played that statistical parlor game where I think it's where you have 23 or 24 people in a room? Uh-huh. The, the, the odds are incredibly high that two of them will have the same birthday. Right. 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 So it's yep. just, this is just, <laughs> this is how things work. But, uh, and of course we lost Arnold Palmer, you know, the king and, I always thought he was just a great ambassador to the game of golf. Um, yeah, and Muhammad yeah, Ali, obviously, and the inventor of a great drink. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that you can. I, that I understand, you can pretty much order anywhere in the world practically, and they'll know what it is. An Arnold Palmer, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. That makes total yeah. sense. Yeah. So, yeah. but then, boy, when you start looking at some of the actors, and <laughs> we lost a few of those too. Yeah. Yes, lot, lot, lots of lots of them. Well, I, I get who jumps to your mind. I guess Florence Henderson probably to me. I was a Brady Bunch kid, so I yeah. I, who who wasn't of our generation, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Robert Vaughn. Uh, I know a man from Uncle, and was it the Avengers or am I thinking of something? I think it's Man from Uncle for sure. Um, 
but but because I'm a big Columbo fan, he did a lot of Columbo episodes. Ah. <laughs> Robert Vaughn, and of course, um, the other one that I, I I just thought made this show. I don't know if you were a fan of everyone. Everybody loves Raymond. I I didn't oh, necessarily yeah. the show was that great, but I thought Ray's parents carried the show. Oh yeah, and, and Peter Robert. Boyle. Peter Boyle, he was fantastic, young Frankenstein, yeah. but and, and I guess Doris Roberts passed away, the mother, this year. Ah, and okay. It, and of course, Gene Wilder passed mm-hmm. away, and I, you know, I love some of his work. I mean, Blazing Saddles, and <laughs> he, right. even Willy Wonka was, you know, well done. Very creative mm-hmm. movie. Yep. Well, we talked a little bit about David Bowie when, when he passed, because we talked about Bowie Bonds. Right. And yeah, the, the, right. The, 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 the impact that he had on, on financial markets by, by creating a, a securitization of celebrity. Um, I guess also you'd have to throw Prince in there. I think you mentioned him already. I think that was uh, a what, whatever you want to say about about Prince. I mean, clearly the guy was a musical genius. I think he played, you know, every instrument that was known to man. Not only did he just play it, but he played it like almost to a virtuoso level on in many on many of them. Um, wow. You know, just a, just an incredible musician and 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 ear for composition, and wrote some some of the you know the 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 melodies of my 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 youth and my my college days. So I had to sure. remember a lot about Purple Rain when that came out and how everybody was 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 uh, fawning over that. Um, and then more, most recently, George Michael. I mean, uh, and and the the very very reality is is that everybody knows. If you don't, even if you don't want to admit it, can probably sing along and hum along to some George Michael songs because they're pretty darn catchy. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. I, I think we lost Merle Haggard too, right? Um, from, uh, yeah, from yeah, side. yeah. And um, yeah. and Carrie Fisher, um, Star Wars. Um, it, wow, I mean, somebody. What's the hashtag now? 2016 must end. <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> we, we lost Michaels and Carrie Fisher within a couple of days. So mm-hmm. uh, uh, Abe Vigoda, well, too. He, Abe Vigoda. Patty Duke. Uh, if, boy, if you remember Patty Duke. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I remember Patty Duke. But the the one that I just want to mention personally, Ron, and that is uh, who, who is, uh, was a guest on, on our show within the first 13 weeks during the pilot uh, and that is my mentor's mentor, and in a way, my mentor is Steve Steve Jeske. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, but Steve didn't pass away. P- Steve Steve, in his inimitable way, w- wanted to, wanted his uh, death to be known as him walking on. Walking on, I love it. He is he's walk walking on. And uh, if you if you if you knew Steve, uh, you would you would know exactly what that would mean. Uh, that 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 that's that's what he was doing in his life. He was he was he was walking on. <laughs> so, yep. um, so peace be with all 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 of them and and uh, and we we uh, uh, well. Uh, but again, statistically, 2017 is going to be worse, Ron. So. <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, I I I didn't even thought about that, but you're right. It would take an economist to point that out, but. Uh, so, Ed, one that do- doesn't deserve peace, and I'll just say this, is we also lost Mr. Castro. Well, uh, I, think, I think the world says good riddance, but uh, I, I certainly broker no compassion for that man. He was a thug and a dictator and a brutal murderer. Um, but I have to say that did you happen to see during his funeral pose- uh, possession, uh, procession mm-hmm. <laughs> that the military 
had to get out and push. No. The car that was carrying him ran out of gas. No, it did not. Really? That's yeah, a lie. Not, uh, no, no, not kidding. And uh, it, it, there was a bunch of tweets going on at the time. And, you know, a couple of the funnier ones that stick out in my mind, they were saying, look, even hell is rejecting him. And, <laughs> and then somebody else said, and who said the embargo didn't work? <laughs> <laughs> you okay. have to admit it's a great line it is a great line okay i i, I don't uh, look i i don't take pleasure in anybody's passing but i'm not gonna lose sleep over castro passing away that's for sure um uh, uh is there video of this theron i think we need video evidence do you actually have video <laughs> evidence can you i don't know I'll, I'll see if i could find something i i just heard this on the radio somebody talking about it so i never actually went and did any of the research. So it could be apocryphal, but e even if it is, it's still a great story. It sounded like it could be true because it's just something like you couldn't make up, right? But maybe mm -hmm. somebody did. Who knows? Maybe it was the onion, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That could, could be. Could be one of those. Could be a faux news site, Ron. We'll, de we'll, we'll definitely need to double-check that one. But, uh, another, well, person, know, hey, Ed, another person, uh, that that was lost, um, w which I used to love as a kid. I mean, he used to fill in for Johnny Carson a lot. Gary Shandling. Yes. Uh-huh. And, and he passed pretty, he was pretty young. I think he was 50-something. That, that one kind of surprised me, but yeah. 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 Well, again, re eternal rest grant unto thee. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I'm Catholic, so and let perpetual light shine upon them. It's just that's just what happens when you're brought up Catholic. You just that's what you think of. Right. So, look, and what can you say? But I look. I um, let's let let's hope that uh, 2017 or 2016 also is remembered at, at some point in the future for the year that the person who who cured cancer was born. Um, or the, the, the person who came up with a perpetual energy machine was born. Because I think that's one of the things that we need to keep our heart and mind on is that at the, w what we continue to learn as a species and, and uh, what we continue to, to knowledge, the knowledge that we seek and can, and can really uh, make work for us gets better and better every single year. And I think that that's unfortunately lost on far too many people that they, they see, they see the, the deaths, but we're, we, we never go through and say, Hey, who are the, who are the famous people who were born this year that made an impact in our lives? Cause we don't know. It doesn't happen for some time. Yeah, I totally agree. There's a great line in the tour about, you know, two ships going out at sea and it's the story of, you know, person dies and, you know, we all, we all wave to the ship coming, uh, you know, in the sea, but we should rejoice at the ship going out because that's got the new possibilities. And it was basically saying we should rejoice over the birth and not just, you know, mourn the dead. And uh, anyway, it's just a, it's just a profound <laughs> uh, line in the tour that's always stuck with me. Maybe I'll put it that in the show notes as well. But Ed, this is flying by as we figured it would. But uh, folks, I'd like to remind you, if you want to contact Ed or myself, you can do so at asktsoe at Verisage. Dot com, and you can check out the full show notes where we'll post everything we've talked about on this show so far at thesoulofenterprise.com. And now we want to hear from our sponsor, Sage.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Four new employees. A 20% increase in revenue. Being one of the 9 million women business owners in the U.S. These are your proudest numbers, your landmarks of growth and success. Sage helps you achieve business milestones with cloud and software solutions that lead to deeper financial insights. Believe in your numbers. See what Sage can do for your business. Visit believeinyournumbers.com today. Have you ever read a book that changed your life? I sure have. But have you ever read a book where the forward changed your life? Me neither. Hello, I'm Greg Kite. I wrote the forward to Ron Baker and Ed Kless's new ebook, The Soul of Enterprise, Dialogues on Business and the Knowledge Economy. The value of this book is found entirely in its forward. So when you buy it, think of it as buying the forward and getting the rest of the book for free. Available now for download exclusively on Amazon.com. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Soul of Enterprise with Ron Baker and Ed Class. To find out more about our show, visit us on the web at thesoulofenterprise.com. You can also chat with us on Twitter using hashtag AskTSOE. Now, back to The Soul of Enterprise. Welcome back, everyone. We're doing 2016 in review. And Ed, I got one for you. And this was sent to us by a couple different people. One, our colleague, John Chisholm. Uh, he's the one that emailed it to us. And then I think Bryce, one of our mm-hmm. listeners on Twitter, sent us the link. And I have to say, it's a fantastic article. And the article was in The Guardian. It's from December 21st by Oliver Berkman. And the title is Why Time Management is Ruining Our Lives. <laughs> and yep. he starts out, Ed, by taking on Merlin Mann, the inbox zero guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Who the New Yorker said it's halfway between Scientology and Zen. That <laughs> 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 was a great line. And, and the New York Post just called it bullshit. But, <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he talks about, you know, email obviously is this infinite to-do list. But, you know, even if we clear all the email and get our inbox to zero, we still feel like Sisyphus because it just, you know, we just keep rolling the ball back up the hill. Um, yep. But what I really appreciate, and this is a long article, folks, but we'll link to it and you can read it and I highly recommend it. It is very well written and actually very well researched except he does make a couple mistakes but and it is in the Guardian and I have to say that's a magazine I normally don't read um, but what I really appreciated about the article was it lays waste completely to Frederick Taylor and the whole cult of efficiency which Ed goes back to our very first show mm-hmm. um, and, and, and I just thought that was great um, what they did there but here's a story that he told uh in that in that section where he's where he's kind of taken on taylor and i had never heard this before uh personal productivity uh consultant charles schwab of beth or i'm sorry charles schwab the president of bethlehem steel hired um this personal um uh, consultant um this uh, guy was named lee something the ivy lee and he he asked him, he brought him in to uh, increase the efficiency of his, you know, of his top executives of so a white collar group. 
And this guy recommended they do nightly to-do lists, jot down their six most important tasks that they wanted to get done the next day. And he told Schwab, he said, test it, run it for three months and pay me what you think that advice is worth. Yeah. He, he got 400 grand in today's money for giving nice. that piece of advice. So I have to say, even though this is a lot of hokum, <laughs> it could be, it could be profitable. Uh, but even, even this uh, Merlin man guy, he kind of he kind of called it quits on this whole thing. He said, you know, because he was under a book contract, and the the article gets into this. But he said, you know, I just I I I, I lost sight of my priorities writing about priorities. And interesting. The, the the bigger point, and and we've talked about this before, and we've even mentioned it before, especially in our Taylor show. But you know, this this whole. The phobia to get things done and can, and manage our time and it, you know it's really about the fear of death right mm-hmm. to, to yep. die with a sense of nothing left undone right it, it's it's just it's the promise of immortality by other means um yep yep i know and we all fall victim to it i i mean i i think i might have mentioned this way back on that first show i once had a, a, a t-shirt that says you know god put me on this earth to do a certain number of things and right now i'm so far behind i will never die so <laughs> well you, you know it said that gift of being alive is never to mm-hmm. be done you know so mm-hmm. it's um but it's a great article i really i really thought it was well done now the the disagreement i have is they blame this whole thing on capitalism of course you would expect that from the guardian yeah all cult of efficiency and you know but at least they do historically admit that progressivism the left and the right came together uh and and kind of fused towards taylorism right i mean oh absolutely both sides there was broad political consensus around this whole scientific management you know bs uh but here here's my problem with it this is where i don't think the article went far enough business world figured out that it was wrong long before the progressives did some people in business thought it found out it was wrong i mean we you and i both know that there are far too many people in business who still worship at the 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 the, the cult of efficiency and and the high priest frederick taylor that's true although i have to say that some of the companies did fire taylor threw him out on his on his butt when they figured out that what he was spewing didn't increase you know efficiency or profitability um, mm-hmm. You know, but anyway, it's uh, that's, yeah. But there, there's the cult is still out there, though. I mean, it it, is, it, 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 which thank God, because otherwise we wouldn't have a radio show or probably a lot of work. So, <laughs> <laughs> but we're we're here and we will be attacking and and uh, attacking those those windmills uh, for, from now till till our time. But uh, well, I, I wanted to bring up an article that is uh, t- here's here's going to be my segue from that right and and that is. Have you seen the new Star Wars movie yet, Ron? No. And you're not you're not a big not, sci-fi not a fan. fan. Yeah. Okay. No. So you're not going to run out and make sure you see it in the theater or anything. No. Okay. Well, do do you, do you know anything about the 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 new movie that's out? No. I saw no. the first one. That shows you how out of the Which loop. Which was really I am. the fourth one. So you missed that. Okay. okay. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> You've only seen the first. I don't even know. That. I know Robert Wood's going to kill me, but oh, I'm already he's only seen the first Star Wars episode four. Oh, good gravy. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so for the people following along at home, and I know I'm not going to give any spoilers because I haven't seen the movie. All right. Um, but but uh, the the the. 
the the this movie that's out is called Rogue One, and it takes place in between the the first trilogy and the second trilogy, w- trilogy which was really the f- the first trilogy was second, the second trilogy was first. Do you got that? Okay. Yep. Because <laughs> in short, Ron, they released film number what would be number four was the first one. That's the one you saw. And then they did five, six, and then they went back and did sure. one, two, and no, three. No, I knew that. I did know that. I was talking chronologically. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, chronologically. Right, right, right. So, anyway, this this one takes place, but what would be between episodes three and four. Mm-hmm. Okay? And, but what's in, which is, which is, how did Leia get the, the, with Carrie Fisher, rest in peace, how did Leia get the plans to the Death Star? That's, I mean, and I'm not, again, I didn't see the movie, so I'm, I can't really be giving any spoilers out here, but that's what it's about. Right. Okay. Now, one of the things that was in that movie was this guy and I, this British actor uh, named um, Peter Cushing, famous British actor, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As as his his title was Grand Moff Tarkin. Well, they brought him back. He's been dead since 1994, <laughs> right? But right. they've they had another actor play him, and then they CGI'd Cushing's face onto him. Mm. Right? But apparently it's so good, there were people who were taken back when they actually saw it, actually wow. in practice, right? But this brought up a whole big thing. Like, who gets the royalty? Right. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so there's a really interesting article which we'll post as part of the show that where where the, the even though in Great Britain they didn't have to do this, the 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 Star Wars people went and they they got permission from Cushing's heirs to use his likeness, and he is getting a, or his estate is getting a royalty check based on it. Wow. Fascinating. So. Well, Ed, this has just flown by, uh, but folks, everybody, thank you so much. And uh, Ed, what's on store for next week? We have another interview show, show coming up. We are going to be interviewing our friends. Uh, the the uh, oh, why can't I think of their names right now? Ron, help me. Gary and Jim. Gary and Jim Boomer. Yes, Gary and Jim Boomer. My mind is a blank. I didn't have it up in front of me. Gary and Jim Boomer, and from uh, Boomer Consulting, they do some fantastic work in the accounting space, and we're looking forward to talking to both of them. Excellent. See you in 167 hours, Ed. This has been the Soul of Enterprise, Business in the Knowledge Economy, sponsored by Sage, energizing business builders around the world through the imagination of our people and the power of technology. Join us next week at Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. In the meantime, please feel free to visit us at www.thesoulofenterprise.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 